Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to our book reading, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. We continue on page 242, The Expedition to Mutah. In the section on the Prophet's letters to various kings and potentatists, we have mentioned that Harith bin Umar Azdi, the Prophet's envoy to the ruler of Basra, was slain en route to Sharahbil bin Amr Hassani. The Prophet ﷺ took the killing as an act of war and readied a force of 3,000 men under Zayd bin Haritha. He nominated Ja'far bin Abi Talib and Abdullah bin Ruwaha to take charge in consecutive order in case Zayd fell in battle. The Prophet ﷺ prepared a white standard and handed it to Zayd bin Haritha. He instructed Zayd to go to the area where Harith had been martyred and to invite the populace to Islam. The Muslims were to fight only if the people rejected the call. As he saw the troops off, the Prophet ﷺ uttered these memorable words, In the name of Allah and in the way of Allah, fight against those who blaspheme him. Behold, commit no breach of promise nor of trust, nor kill their children, women, old men on the verge of death, nor the recluse in the hermitage. And do not cut down date trees nor demolish any building. Narrated by Al-Bukhari. The Prophet ﷺ escorted the troops up to Thaniyat al-Wada and then bade them farewell. The army pitched its tents at Ma'an in southern Jordan. There they found out that Raklis was stationed close by at Ma'ab with a hundred thousand forces and another hundred thousand Christians had joined his forces. The news disconcerted the Muslims who were unsure of what to do. For two nights they sat conferring about the situation, wondering whether to wade into the battlefield outnumbered or to send for reinforcements. Then Abdullah bin Ruwaha made his impassioned speech to his brother Muslims. Men, you evade that by Allah for which you came out. Martyrdom. We do not fight the enemy on the strength of our power. We fight them on the religion we have been granted by Allah. Come, we shall profit both ways. Either we win or we court martyrdom. The men pondered over the speech and said, Ibn Ruwaha speaks the truth. Thus they forged ahead and pitched their tents at Mutah where they took up their positions and prepared to meet the enemy. Fierce fighting broke out in one of the most striking yet little-mentioned engagements in human history, when 3,000 soldiers from the nascent Muslim state challenged the might of 200,000 heavyweights of the Roman Empire. The Roman army lumbered on, fighting the whole day, but utterly failing to break a small but formidable side. The array of weaponry failed to give them the edge because they lost their best fighters. The standard of the Muslim detachment was held by Zayd bin Haritha. He kept fighting ferociously until he was pierced by the enemy lances. The standard was then taken up by Jafar. As the battle surged to its bloodiest and fiercest point, he jumped off his charger and pounced on his enemies. When his right hand was hacked off, Jafar took the standard in his left hand. When it too was cut off, he took the standard in his lap to keep it aloft. Jafar remained on the battlefield until more than 90 wounds were inflicted on his chest and he succumbed to them to join the rest of the Muslim martyrs. 
The Prophet's standard was then taken up by Abdullah bin Ruwaha. He moved ahead and then dismounted from his horse and pressed onwards until he too attained martyrdom. Thabit bin Arkam, who was nearby, flew to the side of the sinking Abdullah bin Ruwaha to save the Prophet's standard from fluttering down to the ground, and it was he who asked the Muslims to nominate by consensus Ruwaha's successor. Their choice was Khalid bin Walid, who had so often proved his strength against them as a general for the Quraysh. Thus the standard was transferred to Khalid, who came to be known as one of the swords of Allah. Khalid advanced towards the Romans and fought against them with such fierceness that nine swords were broken at his hands. Sitting in Medina that same day, the Prophet, peace be upon him, was inspired by Allah with the knowledge of the events on the battlefield far away in Mutah. He gave the people the news of the martyrdom of the three Muslim commanders and informed them that the command had been handed over to Khalid bin Walid, whom he then referred to as one of Allah's swords. As the sun set, both armies went back to their respective camps. The following morning, Khalid bin Walid an, changed the order of his troops. He put the front-line soldiers behind while the rear guard was brought forward. The soldiers on the left flank were put to the right, and those on the right were moved to the left. The Romans were misled into thinking that fresh reinforcements had arrived, and they were completely dismayed at this development. After a mild skirmish, Khalid ordered his troops to retreat, but the enemy dared not advance, for they thought the Muslim retreat was a ruse. Thus the Muslims drew closer to Mutah, and the skirmishes continued for seven days until both sides retreated, and the battle ended, in part, because the Romans thought the Muslim troops were receiving continual reinforcements. They feared that the Muslims planned to lure them into the desert, from where it was almost impossible to come out safe. The Mission to Dad al-Salasil This expedition was named after the stream and the tract of land where the Muslim troops camped, and took place in Jamadul Ahid, the eighth after Hijrah. The pro-Roman standard of the Syrian Arabs during the engagement of Mu'tah had proved to be nearly disastrous for the Muslims, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, decided that they had to be neutralized. To this end, one month after the encounter of Mu'tah, he dispatched a delegation of 300 men under Amr bin As. Thirty horses were also sent with the men, whose mission was to win over the Bala clan, to which Amr's paternal grandmother belonged. If they failed to secure a guarantee of neutrality in future conflicts, the Muslims were to launch a punitive strike against the Bala for siding with the Romans. As Amr and his men drew near Syria, they learnt that the Syrians were already massing a sizable army of their own. Amr sent for reinforcements, and the Prophet ﷺ accordingly sent 200 prominent fighters headed by Ubaidah bin Jarrah, but Amr bin As remained commander-in-chief and imam. After the arrival of the reinforcements, the Muslim troops overran a large area of Qadar. When they came across an enemy detachment, they attacked and the enemy scattered. And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.